And then... We call this ESP. ESP? Some brains can lift objects. You are listening to the Freelancer Codex. That was surreal. Brought to you by the Shut Up and Respawn Network. Welcome, freelancers, to episode 138 of the Freelancer Codex podcast, the longest-running anthem podcast on the internet. I am your host, Steve, along with my co-host, Mike and Devin. Michael, how are you doing today? I see I'm you doing have, well. How is everybody? I see you have it's your good hand. to be here. It's good to be ready to go. I'm ready to go. I know Devin's ready to go. We're all, we're all good here. <laughs> I see you have your my, anthem hat on, so that looks very bro- nice and spiffy. Yeah, the Anthem. Yeah, that's totally what that is. Yeah. Devin. When we all bought Anthem hats when we went to California for EA Play. So. It's true. We did. We Devin, did. Devin finally Except found. Steven. No, I Steven didn't. didn't. Nope. I did not buy an Anthem hat. Devin found one that was big enough for his head, which is. Um, I should have gotten a size bigger, to be honest. But He's got a huge melon, man. It's yeah. like. Head so huge. big, it's got its own weather system. It's true. Devin, how are it's you no today? Doubt. I was doing good. You know, I was doing good. What happened? Until we started making fun of your head. We apologize. Until the school was like, hey, we effed up. Uh, Your kids can't come back to school yet. (laughs) So our kids will stay out of school until October, which which means, really, that we will not be going back to school at all this year. So um, make way for going back to school in January, maybe, hopefully. If that happens. Devil. So. It'll still be flu season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've ever shut down for flu season. But anyway, that's a I going to tell the difference, right? Um, so I am your host, Steve, and this is a video game podcast. Even so it's a bummer to find out about these things. Like I think we can talk about things that are going on in our lives, right? So yep, our kids are gonna be staying home. It's a bummer. And we would love for them to be back in school for so they can get some social interaction with their friends so that they can learn. But that's just not going to happen, and we're just going to have to continue to... <laughs> really, really, what you mean is so they'll stop bugging you. That is exactly what I mean. <laughs> Mainly for my wife, because I'm not here when they're in school. Yes, Phaedron, Mike is a teacher, so I'm sure Mike is excited to not have to go back to school for a while. But, yeah, it's just... I'm actually, I'm actually not. Um, I'm actually not excited that of that for, for a lot of different reasons, but... All right. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. Yep, it is what it is, and that's that's just how that's how it's going to be. So, all right, this is episode one thirty eight. It is September third. We have had some pre releases in video games. Uh, Marvel's Avengers is out there with its, I think it's its three day pre release, right, Devin? We're in that. If you pre order the game, then you get three yeah, days get, well, early if you before the it goes live. Version, you yeah, get seventy two hours early. So there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of people are getting their impressions of Marvel's Avengers. We can talk a little bit about that um, in the show. But first, I would like to say thank you to all of our patrons who have been supporting the podcast for a very long time. SJ, thanks for hanging out with us in chat. Good to see you. So thank you to our patrons. We'd like to thank Julius, Nathan B., Michael R., Trent B., Man and Still, Scout69, Dragonheart76, Jeffrey H., The Gameplay Experience, and RZ. Thank you for continuing to support us. I still have to make our monthly challenge coin. I think I'm going to make a challenge coin focused around control this time and get that sent out to all of our patrons that um, donate to us on that tier. So that'll be a lot of fun. Also, is something that I need to continue to try to promote is our Discord community. We have a Discord. 
where you can find, I will add links to the show notes so you can join the Freelancer Codex Discord. We talk about video games, talk about a lot of different things, movies, TV, books, all the fun stuff. So you can go hang out in there and you can chat, chat with a lot of people that enjoy the same things that you enjoy. So um, shout out to our Discord community and they keep us all apprised on v- stuff going on in the VR world. Scout69 is in there a lot talking about VR and then um cags and devit are in there talking about tech all the time arguing about whose gpu is bigger um so that gets a lot of fun all the time so obviously the 3090 obviously (laughs) yeah that thing's massive so if you want to write into the show you can do that at freelancercodex at gmail.com if you have questions comments or concerns so cool all right i want to before we get into the news and start talking about that stuff i want to find out what you guys have been doing gaming wise or whatever you want to talk about at the top of the show just to kind of see how your weeks have been so mike i think we'll start with you because you've been doing a lot of stuff I have I haven't been doing a lot of stuff. I've been lo- doing a lot of one specific thing. Last week, I I let everybody know that I had jumped back into Destiny, um, and I have been um, being sucked back in. So I I understand it's it's tough because like we talked about it uh, last time about how it's so easy to get sucked back into stuff, and yeah, it's pretty it's easy because because I because uh, I'm sucked in anyway. Whoa. So I've been doing, I've been doing, um, Destiny and playing the, uh, the current season, which is, I believe the season of arrivals is what it's called and chasing that, that top level, top level gear and playing all the things and chasing all the, all the armor upgrades and all the tasks you have to do for that. And it's been interesting and it's been fun. You have to play all the different game types. So you have to do raids and strikes and, um, crucible and all that kind of fun stuff, stuff that I don't normally do, but have jumped in. And I realized that sometimes you just kind of jump in and there are crucible matches where you get 20 plus kills and there are crucible matches where you get two kills and it's just the way it did the way that it goes and you can't really harp on yourself too much for that that's just sometimes how it how it does and it's just been fun to play it's been fun to jump in and kind of you know play with the stuff that um min maxing and gear tiers and what weapons and this stuff and that stuff and so it's been fun to do and it's been fun to to just jump in and play again it's it's pretty it's it's cool how quick it all comes back you right? you just you just back into shooting stuff again so it's like riding a bike tell me what the biggest change for you has been because you didn't do any of the dlc after the main campaign so what's the Correct. biggest change jumping back in I, I I think the biggest thing is just being lost in stories. So like when you when you get when you do a strike playlist to to just go through all that, you'll I'll jump into a strike that I have no context for, right? So that's that's probably the hardest thing to do because really everything is the same: tower, cryptarchs, weapons, a um, couple new character. Actually, there are there are there aren't any. That's not true. There are two new, there are two new, sorry, Devin. There are two new areas on the map that, that I have no context for called the Dreaming City and what's the other one called? The, I don't know what the other one's called. Um, but there are two new places on the map that, that I haven't been to. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm also gonna re, not rerun. I'm gonna run the campaigns because they give you those, those previous campaigns that you can still do. Um, um, so I'll run through those and, and see what they're about and get some story and then, and then, you know, see how far I can get 
um, with all the free content that's out now, and then and then see what happens come November tenth when it when I either get to choose to buy um, the new expansion or or see where it goes from there. So. So are you like on the fence of whether you're going to buy the new expansion? Because it sounds like to me that you're going to buy the new expansion. No, I'm still on the fence. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty stingy when it comes to spending money for games. So I mean, Game it, Pass, it would have you get to it for be, free. Which, which I do. Which I, I mean, I have Game Pass for it. So, so what's that? So then you don't have to buy it. Exactly. So do they get all the new content for free on Game Pass, or is all it the just DLC. the current stuff? Yeah. I mean, when the new season starts, they're whatever's in that season is what's in the game. You can't. They are picking and choosing. That's when it starts. Where they take content out and put content in. SJ says the expansion will be on Game Pass. I just, I just wanted to make cool. sure because you know, who knows? Like nowadays, with everything coming in and out, it's like who knows yeah. what people are doing with their content, right? So good right. to know that. Uh, and SJ plays Destiny. Like Devin and I were like, we have. We tried not to play Destiny because we know it'll suck us back in, and then you can never get out of the hole of Destiny. So you're, you're you never serious. can. It's and it's not and it's not a terrible hole to be in. It's a fun game, right? It's still fun to go and do and play and have and, but you know when you have other stuff on your plate, it can it can definitely take a backseat. So well, cool. I am glad you are back playing a game. So yeah, you know, it's not it's, terrible. It's fun to get out there. So Devin, is that all you've been doing, Mike? Do you have anything else you want to share before I just pass over? Because I don't want to like skip if you got something else to talk about. No, that's that's all I've that's all I've been doing. I have I'm I'm really focused on on Zoom right now. You wouldn't think that Zoom is like a, a big time um, time crunch time stealer because yeah. I'm on I'm not on Zoom a lot but I'm working really hard to make sure that my kids are on Zoom a lot for school making sure that they're making all their calls and and being in when they're supposed to so so Zoom I would guess put up there it takes a big chunk of my time so do you think should have invested in Zoom in like June huh yeah do you or think J- January I mean yeah in January do you think Skype is just like kicking themselves like at night like punching <laughs> walls being like we we were the only ones here. Why did they go to Zoom? What did we do wrong? And they're just because like Skype was the only game for the longest time, and everyone like Skype was the word that you would use. Like, hey, you want to call? Yeah, let's Skype. I'll get up. I'll jump on Skype. And now, like, no one even remembers that Skype is a thing, even though it's installed on everyone's machine and is there Skype running in the background. The, uh, Skype is the Internet Explorer of. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they were like, they're like, hey, this is our time. And then all of a sudden, Zoom came in and was like, hey, we're Zoom. What's up? So anyway, Devin, what have you been up to? Because I figured you've been up to a lot of things. Uh, what no have I been good. up to? I've been busy with work. I was Yesterday, I was at work from, shoot, I don't know. I got to work at 530. I came home for an hour at like 630, and then I was back again till about 930. <laughs> so you were busy then. Uh, I'm busy, so... I'm only busy because my uh, division manager, he's he's out of town right now, so I am doing stuff for him and all my regular stuff. So, nice. <laughs> um, But, you know, when there's two people running an office, you have to be able to, you know, pick up the slack when the other person goes on vacation for the first time in two years. So, yeah, you got you to gotta do that, right? So, Make those but no, sacrifices. I've been, been busy with work, doing all that stuff. Um I've been playing mostly just Master Chief Collection. I'm having a really good time with that. Are you and, Are you uh, close to finishing them all up, or which ones do you lack still? 
Um, so the main one that I like is Halo 4, just because it was, uh, you know, so bad on frame rate for me. But people, I was like talking to people on Twitter about it, and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay. <laughs> it's like, I'm not here to argue. I don't care. You know, I'm just like, I'm Like, tired. what kind of frame rates were you getting on PC? No, it was just like making me nauseous. No, it's not on PC yet. It was. It's only on Xbox. Oh, you. So you were getting frame rate issues on Xbox. Yeah. Huh. So, um, and like it, I could only play it for like an hour because it's only thirty frames per second, and it's like because they were pushing it as hard as they could for you know the three sixty. Right. But I'm I'm playing it on the one X, and you know I'd hoped that they did their magic like they do on all the other stuff for the one X, you know, but they didn't really. So, um, I don't know. I just play it and it's, it hurts my eyes. And if, like, there's one where right after you meet the didact, you're trying to escape on a ghost and it just like makes me really motion sick and the frame rate drops and I'm just like, can throw oh, up. I keep playing this right here. So I'm waiting for that one till it comes out on PC. Cause it's going to be coming out soon. Uh, probably next month on, on PC. So, and also they'll have cross play so I can play with my friends that played on Xbox and it's not a problem for them. So, but I've been playing multiplayer a lot. We had a lot of fun with that over the weekend. Um, yeah. And then I did have something weird happen to me today, right? Okay. So, because we have to wear masks all the time, right? Right, right. So like the rest the of the world. When we go anywhere, we have to wear a mask. And so, like, I was at my son's therapy appointment, a speech therapy, and I was there, and I had, like, this bout of claustrophobia inside my mask. Really? Oh, man. And I was just like, I don't know what it is, because it's just like, I wake up in the morning, I'm in my house, I go, I get in my vehicle, I drive to work, I'm inside of a building again for, like, eight hours. I get in my vehicle, and I come back home, and I'm inside of a building all the time, right? It's just yeah. like, I'm just like stuck inside. But it was like the weirdest thing, because I was just like, just wanted to rip my mask off and just was like, what's the crap's going on? Oh, <laughs> and so wow. I just had to take a deep breath for a minute, and I'm just like, ah, it's okay. So, right. Did you have like a <laughs> it mini, is weird. Was it like a mini panic attack? Did you have a... I don't know. It was just like, I just wanted to rip off my mask, because I hate wearing a mask, because it's just like hot breath on my face all the time it's blowing up in my eyes irritating my <laughs> eyes and then the mask moves my glasses forward so then it causes me uh to have eye fatigue and everything else because it moves my glasses all the time and do your glasses fog with your mask on oh yeah 100 yeah so like you've got you've got like the trifecta of everything and it was just too much and you were like i gotta get out of here i'm just like i just want to get out of here because like as soon as i left the building i just like ripped the mask off my face nice I was like screw this crap <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to wear it like when you're in your office right when you're just alone uh when there's other people we do like if when we have people come in uh customers and whatnot we have to wear right. them so um like today i was it was fine because i was the only one in the office so i just locked the door so no one could come in so nice. i didn't have to wear a mask so it's like you can knock on the door and I'll come see you and I'll talk to you through the glass. <laughs> yeah, nice. that makes sense. But no, it was just really weird for me. And because, um, you know, I was like, I wear a CPAP machine, so I have a mask on my face when I sleep and everything too. But um, no, it's just, I really hate wearing the mask because it just causes me so many problems during the day. It just irritates me constantly. So I don't know. It's like, you ever get like that built up energy and you just want to like scream or like go break things no yeah yeah <laughs> it was just like i just want to rip that off and scream just like ah, you know? 
Yeah, I could. Yeah. You. Anyways, that's my honest opinion for the day. That, uh, no. Do you guys have these emotions often that you just want to like punch something or scream? Is that something that happens oh, yeah. to you often? Like, why? Oh, yeah. Are you just an angry person or? No, because the I mean, Yankees I mean, aren't doing people very are, good. People are pressure cookers and, and they have to let off some steam every now and then. It's healthy. Like, like, so, so you think that you're not doing it because you're running daily, right? So that's your, that's your relief. Like, like for those of us that don't get that, right? So, so we need it. And it's just that time by yourself to just, you know, and you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be yelling and screaming and, and that, but it is something that just relieves that, that tension and that pressure. So, hmm. I did. That reminds me, I am still walking every day. Oh, nice. This morning, I, I did three laps. Usually, I, you know, depending on if I wake up on the first alarm or not, sometimes I'm like, Screw you, alarm. I want to go back to sleep. So sometimes I only get one or two laps in, but this morning I got three laps in. And honestly, it, you know, exercise in the morning makes my day go better. I have more energy and it's just good, you know. Yep. It's just good for you, man. Word. Like, word, like props to you for continuing to do that. So keep yeah. doing it. But yeah, I totally get that. Hey, my alarm is going off too early today. I'm going to hit that thing and throw it across <laughs> the room until you shut up, alarm. And then. Because a lot of times, because I get up super early, like I have to keep changing my alarm tone because my I'll get so used to it that I'll just be mm-hmm. able to sleep through it. So I have to like rotate through it. My wife hates it because then it goes off and like it wakes her up and it gets her up super early. So I just have to keep rotating through my tone. So um, Michael from chat says from Australia, from the great down under. So Michael says, hook up your treadmill to Death Stranding game for Ultimate Walking Simulator. You know, <laughs> that's actually a really, like, I'm sure someone has already done it, but that's actually a really cool idea. Like, if you could just walk and that would move your character forward, that would be pretty awesome. Because as I've been running every day, like, I run for about 45 minutes. Like, I've been thinking, like, what game could I play while I'm running? And really, the only thing that I've been able to figure out that you could use would be the Wii Nunchuck and Wiimote, because those are separate in your hands. Otherwise, your arms are moving too quickly to use any type of other controller. And if you slowed it down, and then if you're holding your controller down, like then that kind of just jacks up your posture. So I'm trying yeah. to figure out how you can play a game... Like something like, I don't know, like if I wanted to finish Horizon Zero Dawn, like how would I have to wire that up and you see all these youtube videos and twitch streams of people like playing games using bananas and like nerf guns because you always see people playing overwatch with nerf guns or um bongos bongos that's how that's what they're called bongos and they do all these crazy cool things because they can engineer the controllers and i'm like if i was smarter i would try to do something like that and i would try (laughs) to run on the treadmill while playing a game um on bananas or something like that but 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 the problem is is you're not very smart huh and that's ultimately why I never do it. And I'm like, I guess I'll just watch TV so I can run. So, and that's why I don't do it. But that's funny. Yeah. So speaking of, like, I, I know we talked a little bit about this in our pre-show. So shout out. Oh yeah, that's something I always forget to say. Like, hey, if you subscribe to our Patreon at our lowest tier for one dollar a month, you get access to our 15 minute pre-show where we talk about a lot of stuff. So go over there, sub. Get access to our pre-show RSS feed, and you can get all kinds of extra content from us. So, And then I'll get into my experience on control after I tell you guys about the prophecy. 
So while my family went on a hike, we went on an eight-mile hike over in Colorado near Silverton. Um, this is a hike called the Ice Lake Hike. This hike is straight up a mountain. My wife did not tell me that this hike was straight up a mountain. She also <laughs> did not tell me that it was a five- to six-hour hike. She's just like, hey, we're going to go hiking. And normally we go out and we like hike around. It's flat ground uh, over here, and it's like no it's big like deal. A day hike, okay. No, it really was. It took all day. So we're like – and this thing is switchback, switchback, switchback. You – you get up to like 11,000 feet after like starting out at 8,000 feet or something. It's like jump in the water. Um, no, they told us not to. So it is, um, the park ranger told us not to because people were, they were getting about 500 people every weekend on this hike, on this trail. So people were jumping in and they were getting all of their bug spray and suntan lotion off. And it was like destroying, something inside the water so they told us not to jump in so we followed the rules unlike many people there and we did not jump in the water so we went on this tall hike and my middle son was having a really rough time like almost to the top he was just struggling and struggling and struggling eventually we got up there and like props to my kids for making it on this crazy hike because it was i mean this hike was tough this is the toughest hike i've ever been on for sure um seriously yeah it's it's tough man like ice lake is tough um you should go do it so like a two thousand foot (laughs) elevation gain yeah it's insane um so we get up there and my middle son like he finally reached this point where he's like all right i'm just gonna do this i'm having a good time and we're gonna go so he broke through whatever was like causing him this block that where he thought he was just gonna stay on the mountain and not have any more fun so when we were coming back down he found this crystal on the way and he's like dad i forgot my crystal I was like, all right, go ahead and go back and get it. I'll wait for you while everyone else starts going down. And so he takes off running back to the lake, and this lady walks by, and he's like, someday that boy's going to save your life. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what? It's like, just you watch. There's something's going to happen, and he'll be the one to save your life. And I was like, uh, okay, Thanks, I guess. I felt like Harry Potter looking at Professor Trelawney when she gives the first prophecy. Like, what's going on here? And then she's like, your boys are awesome. I was like, I don't even, like, I don't know you. Like, how do you know my boys? And then she walked away. And then my son came back. And then we walked down the hill. So eventually, someday, uh, my middle son is probably going to end up saving my life somehow. So I just had to get that out there so I remember the prophecy. So speaking of prophecies, I want to talk about my experience in playing Control because that's what I've been playing this week. I put Horizon Zero Dawn on the back burner because I really needed to like – I was going to put it down anyway and like get through this Control stuff because Control is the best new IP in like a really, really long time. And it's an amazing game. So I'm not going to spoil the main story beats. But I am going to talk about them, but I will preface this. Like, if you do not want to know anything about Control AWE, like, maybe just, like, fast forward for maybe three minutes or so. No, maybe a little bit longer. Like, fast forward for five minutes. However, I will say this. Playing Control is like, or telling, talking about Control is like talking about a UFO sighting. Like, I can tell you all day that I saw a UFO But eventually you're going to be like, okay, I have to see it for myself. I'm not just going to believe you, right? So (laughs) control is something that you have to experience. I could tell you everything that happens in that game, but it pales in comparison to actually experiencing the game and being like immersed inside what Remedy created. Because I can tell you how cool the oldest house is, but unless you are actually in it and experiencing it, like it doesn't do it justice at all. So even me talking about it, 
you're still going to want to go play it and you're going to want to go try it. It's even on sale right now for like 25% off on Steam and you can get that collection. Um, I don't know if it's on sale on the PlayStation or on the Xbox. I'm not sure. But I w- So Control AWE brings Jesse back to the Ola's house. She is the director of the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Control. She stepped into that role with gusto. She's excited about it. A lot of times we get these reluctant heroes that are like, oh, I don't want to be the chosen one. I can't do this. But Jesse kind of like steps up and's like, yeah, I'll do this. I can do this job. This is awesome. Look at all this creepy stuff that's happening. So she jumps in like head first, just ready to go. So she, the story starts with a pretty big spoiler, but this is something that has been teased for a really long time. Um, AWE, people have been calling it the Alan Wake expansion. Um, oh, Phaedron, we'll talk about that too here in a minute. Phaedron says, but Steve, the internet told me that Remedy is bad for their Ultimate Edition. We'll talk about that a little bit too. Um, so I lost my train of thought here while Devin was uh, on the Discord tweeting or or checking stuff out. So I was not on the Discord <laughs> tweeting. I was looking at something for Control. Right. Fair enough. So, um, Control, it, the AWE is AWE is an acronym for Alter World Event Inside the Universal Control, but it's also been like, it's given the nickname of the Alan Wake expansion because we know that they're going to be talking more about Alan Wake because Remedy put that out in a tweet saying, hey, we have this new um, Remedy connected universe where all of our games are going to be connected in a way. So Control, Quantum Break, Max Payne, Alan Wake, all these things are going to be like, they're all in the same universe. So we knew that there was going to be some Alan Wake stuff inside of this of this expansion. And it's very heavily featured. The story revolves around Alan Wake and trying to figure out, you know, what happened to him. But as Jesse goes through here, like the the game is control is cool because exploring the oldest house like gives you a sense of exploration that I don't think I've ever gotten in another open world game. Because a lot of open world games, you're supposed to be like, oh, there's so many things to do. There's so many things to check out. You can go over here and find this. You can go over here and find this. And there's a lot of open world games that do that really well. Like The Witcher is like super expansive and it has a lot of that. But I got the same, yeah, like Skyrim. But I got the same feeling being inside of this building that I got while exploring these other big places. Just because knowing that how weird it is and all these crazy things that can happen, like turning any corner could lead you down this corridor that's like upside down or twisting or going into another dimension. It always leaves you wondering what you're going to see next without it just being like, hey, I guess I could go walk over to that mountain over there, right? You know, that was the Joe Staten thing with Destiny. Hey, you if you see a mountain, you can go over there um, and, you know, have that sense of wonder as you go out and explore. But Control gives that to me, even though a lot of the building looks very similar. But it's knowing that, you know, what's going to be around this corner? What am I going to run into next? Because we have a lot of these altered world events or these objects of power that have been brought into the Federal Bureau of Control. That just have all these really cool stories attached to them. All these weird events that have happened. And it's not a spoiler, but they're, you know, when we talk about the moon landing, they have the set where they film the moon landing inside the game. And they talk about that in the game. They talk about, like, these TVs that people, like, they can't stop watching when it turns on. They talk about these cameras that you take a picture or the stoplight that, you know... 
when it when it's red and if it sees you moving you get teleported back to this other area so there's just all these really cool things that make it interesting and new even though you're exploring a space that you know it looks like an office building so it makes it interesting um you know and and added to that like the sound design of the game is really really awesome like it is just a creepy feeling game there's this these these discordant voices that are going off in some areas when you're um talking to, when you're walking around a bunch of these people that are just suspended in the air that's not a spoiler that happens in the first game it came out a year ago so it just has the like the tone the main the, game you mean yeah the main game so the ambiance is just like it's like oozing with personality and like I can't like I just need this more is very good. I just need more of this game and I'm really really sad that we don't know when we're going to get more after here. So 2021, couple, Steven, it's not that far away, right? Um what do you mean 2021? It's just, you know, I don't know, lots of months away, right? Did they they announced that, that something's coming out in 2021? That I don't know about. Oh, uh, they're just on their timeline thing or whatever when they showed off their oh financials or whatever, and it's like and I think more. Yeah, I think yeah, they were talking that about mean maybe. This, you know. Yeah, I thought that I thought that they were talking about coming to like different platforms, like if they're going to put it out on the Switch or something else. They or if they're just going to do another update, like their Expeditions update. But there's a lot of cool things in there. So a couple of things about AWE that they brought in with the latest patch. They have an assist mode in control now that if you were struggling with the difficulty of the game, because I know a lot of people had, had said that, hey, they were struggling with it. I personally never did, but you know, pro gamer over here. So they have an assist mode that obviously. you can just, yeah, obviously you can just turn on all these switches to make the game easier. You can become invincible. You can have the golden gun with your weapon. You can have auto snapping to enemies. So if you just wanted to play the game, get in and get out, like experience the story, you can do that so easy right now. And like, there's no reason to feel bad for like turning on that mode. Like if that's how you want to experience the game, then that's how you should experience the game. And you shouldn't let anyone tell you otherwise that, oh, you're not getting the full experience of this, right? We had someone tell Mike that he wasn't like a real Destiny Raider for some reason because he had like, do you remember that, Mike, when we, we did that raid and the guy was like, oh, you're not a real Destiny you didn't get the the level cap like you're supposed to because I think you did it through PvP. Anyway, um, that was no, a really I, long time ago. I uh, I did it through Sparrow Racing. Yeah, there you go. I did it through oh, Sparrow yeah. Racing. Yeah, and then and then they asked me, which was weird. Like it's weird when people ask you that. Hey, how'd you get this? Where'd you go? I'm like, I'm like, let me. Oh, was that I'm like Wiggity get... or whatever those yeah, dumb kids were called? Those were yeah, those. I guys. don't remember, but yeah, they were like, yeah, they go, really "How'd you get here?" I'm like, "Well, I, I got it through Sparrow Racing." Really, they were just really mad because you played the game and got there, and they weren't to that light level yet. But you know, or something we're, like we're taking that. over Steven's control segment. No, it's fine. It is a long segment. I mean, like you played the game. That's how you got it. Um, so a couple of things. Like I think the game is amazing, and it deserves all the praise that it's gotten. Although there are some things that I do not like about Control that I've been thinking about because I. Cause I knew coming on here, cause last week I was like super down on a lot of the games that we were talking about. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to be positive about things. It's like, Oh, it's really easy for me to be positive about control. Cause I love that game so much, but there are some things that I think that they could have done better and hopefully they do better in the future. So you do have options to change your service pistol to a bunch of different weapons. There's the sniper, there's a shotgun, there's a semi-automatic um, weapon that you can get, there's a single shot, and then there's, I'm missing one, there's the rocket launcher. Anyway, um, 
you have a lot of options. That was a whole lot of spoiler. What? <laughs> what the I mean, that's that's all from a year ago. So you do have a lot of options, what? and they give you a new Are one. You, you mean you're just changing the regular gun? Yeah. Like not changing the to different weapons? No, so your the service pistol changes forms into these different weapons. Oh, okay, I got it. I thought you were talking like it's a whole new weapons that you can choose. I'm like, what crap is this? Where's this coming from? <laughs> no, that's that's a good that's a good clarifier to make, Devin, because your service pistol can take different forms, and they basically take on those archetypes of those type of weapons. Yeah. So there's a there's a sniper form, rocket launcher. They added a new one to where you can put like three di- three orbs down, and they'll explode whenever you detonate them, which is kind of cool. However. I played the entire game using the semi-automatic um, form called Spin and then the rocket launcher called Charge. And I never needed to change them out. I think I might have changed one time to a shotgun for one particular boss. But other than that, I never changed my weapons from there. So I think they could have done something a little bit more interesting with certain type of enemies or certain puzzles that forced you to use those. But also, on another hand, it's like, well, I kind of don't like being forced to use certain types of weapons. If I like this weapon, I'd rather just do that. But I do think there could have been something a little bit more interesting in there. One thing that they that they did do, or they do have in the game, there are specific mods for specific weapons that you can get that make them super powerful. So there was a quest in the new AWE where... After you completing this quest, you get this mod for the rocket launcher version, and it increases your rocket speed by 500%. So and now you just kind of have like a laser that explodes, which makes that game like it was tons of fun just being able to blast things across the map without any type of delay on there. So there are some really cool mods that really make those weapons a lot of fun to use. And so I'm sure if I went through and found more for like the shotgun or for the single pistol or for the sniper, I could have done that, but... Also, like using Jesse's abilities with telekinesis, they're just a lot of fun. So, um, so Michael says pistol is best for the train level. Um, yeah, so the train level from foundation, I found that the last part of there, the shotgun was the best for the last portion. Cause that, I think that was one of the parts that gave me a lot of problems, um, from the foundation DLC. So things like finding different ways to use the weapons, I thought that they could have improved on. I think also, the enemy design is not very interesting in control. The hiss are an interesting enemy, but them just taking over human bodies and for the most part, um, just kind of making them look a little bit more creepy. I thought that was kind of one of the weaker portions of the game. Devin, I don't know how you felt about the enemies in control or how they looked or if it was something that even crossed your mind. Um, it didn't really cross my mind. I just figured that was just part of their story where they take the part of the bodies of the people that were there. So I didn't f- feel like they needed to change them very much when they were in their own forms. I, I I felt like they did fine, you know, in the black forms and stuff. But um, I didn't mind when they just took over the bodies because that was just to me as something that was part of their way they delivered, you know, that part of the story. So. Yeah. And, and, I th- and I thought it was okay. I just... Like, to me, they're just not very interesting other than sometimes they glow red. There are some flying around enemies that are very creepy. Like, the sounds that they mm-hmm. make, like, the sound design of the enemies is, like, it just, it's just so, like, it's, what's the word? It's not discomforting, but it kind of just puts you on edge. When yeah, you it hear puts the you on hiss. edge and keeps you there. Yeah. You, but it, it also, at the same point, when you know the music, music starts to get creepier, you know something's about to happen. So it, <laughs> it does have a tell in that way once you've played it enough. Yeah. Um, when you first start playing it, like for sure, like I screamed a couple of times when I played it. Um, 
Because I mean, I had a great time playing it, and I my whole problem is like as you were talking about, it, it's like I just need that time where I can just sit down and play it. Because I don't really want to just do where I can just like kill them super easy or anything. Because then to me that just makes it not interesting or enjoyable. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think it's it's a good thing for a lot of people who don't have a lot of time. But um, I want to be able to have like, you know, that day or two, you know, over Thanksgiving break or whatever, when I can just have some time to just play games and just play through it and, and have a good time and enjoy it, um, which is also kind of what leads me to that ultimate edition for Xbox on the Series X. But I also don't want to start all the way over. So I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've, I'm wondering if there's got to be a way that they're going to make to where you can transfer your file save. Um, I think right now you can still access your file save just because it is a single player game. And they, I think it's I think it's all done clients. Hmm. I'll, I'll the thing. But one of the interesting things about this game, like I, I thought this was this was funny because in, when in the very beginning, when it came out last year, I saw a clip because I didn't I, I went in very blind on control. I didn't like look up anything. I didn't want to find out anything. But I did end up seeing a gif where Jesse opens up one of the treasure chests and a hiss pops out of it. And since I have been playing the game from like a year ago, I've been like waiting for that moment to happen because I didn't want to be caught off guard and scared. So every time I went up to a chest, I was like, okay, it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. And after I finally beat everything, went through everything, it was actually happened this morning because I was clearing up a bunch of stuff that I had missed on my first pass through. I finally found that stupid chest and it did end up scaring me because I was like, okay, I guess I don't, I don't know where it is. I'm not going to find it. But it did scare me when that stupid hiss popped out of that treasure chest. Um, That's funny. Yeah. A couple of the other things. Um, you know, I, th- I think like melee, I've never used melee a lot in that game. I know there's a... I don't know if it's just never felt powerful to me or not, or just the other um, powers that Jesse gets are more interesting. But I never used melee, and it was never like really needed for any type of puzzle. But I, I'm, ex- I'm super excited to know what's going to happen next, and I won't spoil like the end of the game. Um, that's something that we can do maybe in a couple weeks after people have got a chance to play it. But I'm excited for <laughs> Remedy's um, connected universe and the things that are going to happen there it actually makes me really really excited to go play quantum break because that's a game that i own it but i never went back and played it so i think i'm gonna boot up quantum break after i complete horizon zero dawn and then give that a go and then hopefully we'll be able to connect everything that's going to happen in the um in the remedy connected universe because i think i think control is like a master class in like level design so i i really really like that game so all right that is what i have been doing so i'll get back to horizon zero dawn um later and (laughs) sorry i mean like sorry i just had to talk about it because i know you guys aren't playing it yet but i need to talk to someone about it right i just need to get it all out this is that thing that you were talking about mike sometimes you have to run and punch things sometimes i just have to talk about control for a really long time so all right. Yeah. Shall we? Have you been doing timestamps, time? Stephen? Um, let's see. I'm going to do a timestamp now. It looks like wow. <laughs> I, did I just talk for like 20 minutes about control? You yeah. did. Just fast forward for like five minutes. Uh. <laughs> you did. Wow. You talked for a long time <laughs> I, about control. I would like to point out though that this is a video game podcast, so it's okay if we talk about video games for a long time, right? I think that's the thing it's that we true. can do. It is so, true. And just saying, like, it, if, if is it, it though? I'm dude, just kidding. 
It is. Like, if you wanted to talk about Destiny for 20 minutes, <clears throat> I would let you talk about Destiny for 20 minutes, and I would be I don't engaged. know that we would let him talk for 20 minutes. But I don't know. I don't know if I could talk about Destiny for 20 minutes. Is there I don't some... know if I could... I don't know if I could talk about anything for 20 minutes. I was going to say, is there anything you could talk about for 20 minutes? I doubt it. And I I doubt anybody would care about what I had to say for 20 minutes anyway. (laughs) That is true. Which which is fine. I don't, I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind it. So. I mean, you could, you could probably talk about like the Yankees lineup for 20 minutes. Sports is in a rough place. I, I don't think I could right now. (laughs) All right. So on that note, moving on. Go ahead, moving and on. Jump over. Keep to the us news. going, Steve. We'll have Keanu bring us Get in out here. Of here. Get out. That's, That's not Keanu. Keanu. Right. Oh, Wrong button. I gotta talk to you about something. <laughs> this just in: breaking news and worthy topics that we're going to talk about. So last episode, I was really down on the idea of Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad being live service games and. Having levels and having to grind and pick up this gear and pick up that gear. And now you're not going to be powerful enough because Devin plays these games way too much. And you're going to be super behind on everything. Um, the developer came out and said I that Gotham's Knights is not a live service game and it can be played offline. Which I was like, okay, suddenly I'm a little bit more interested in that game. Because I'm really tired of live service games. And I, and I don't know why I'm tired of live service games. I think some of my best gaming experiences have been in live service games. Like for like I enjoyed my time playing Anthem. I enjoyed our time playing Destiny. Destiny brought us our Vault of Glass raid, which is like one of the like top tier gaming memories that I have because of how awesome that was. And we wouldn't have gotten that otherwise if it wasn't for that live service game. But um, yeah, so Gotham's Knights is not going to be life service. So I guess I think that's maybe good. it's because that... you like the you like the idea that it's this game is going to start, this game is going to have a middle, and this game is going to have an end, and then I can put it down. With live service, you're really kind of picking something up for long term, and you you kind of have to gear yourself up for that going in. Because if you don't, if you don't, then then it's just going to be the when is this going to be over? problem that you have so i mean i can understand why why wanting just a very clear-cut concise game is just good for like devin was saying the couple days off you have for the weekend that you can that you can do get the story and then be done with it so and and i think originally and maybe this is just because i think game life service games were designed to where you could just go at your own pace pick them up playing when you needed to, and not feel like you were left behind, right? They were supposed to be this, I can jump in whenever, play Destiny, have fun with my friends, and keep going. But eventually, I don't know if it's just because of the nature of like, hey, we have levels, and these are things that you have to chase, so we have to build things for you to chase, so the people that play longer will get there faster. I don't know if that's just, I don't know if there's a game that you can be like, well, I guess like Battle Royales do that, right? Battle Royales, we can call a live service game. They are always updating things. It's all online. And that's something where you just jump in, jump out. You still have battle passes, but it's nothing that's going to give you like a, well, I don't know. I I guess I haven't played enough battle now. Like Apex, you don't get anything in there that's going to like give you a boost over the competition. It's all just cosmetic stuff. So um, maybe that was the inevitable like um, evolution of what live service is supposed to be. But then again, Destiny's still super popular, and a lot of people love it, and a lot of people play it still. So I'm not sure. 
I think, I think with that though, with destiny, there's that constant chase and there's that constant grind. Right. Cause like, cause like I jumped in and I, and I found I am like seasons and seasons behind. Right. So I missed all of that stuff. Right. I even missed like, like the, the Twitch loot drops. I've missed those and I find myself going, oh, I missed all this stuff, right? Exotic bundles of, you know, weapons and ornaments and, and sparrows and shaders and things. So, so I think with the live service, it's really not just that I can pick this package up and put it back down. With live service, you really do pick it up and, and you carry it with you. Like, even if you try to put it down, you, you still have to remember that you're missing out on stuff and there is content that you're not getting. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, I don't know, because when people say that, hey, you know, what are we grinding for? What what do we want to grind for? I mean, Devin, do you want to grind in video games? Is that something that you're like, I really want to grind for this gun over and over and over uh, again? No, I think for me, like, the biggest reason why I stopped playing Destiny was because it got to the point where I had to play it. It wasn't because I wanted to play it, right? Like, I have to play it to get this weapon, or I have to play it to get this gear. Um you know, I don't like when they create just like what Nintendo's doing now, you know, artificial, you know, scarcity incentives or, or whatever. Where it's like, oh, it's only going to be here for this time. So you have to do it right now. And it's like, I realize I'm, you know, talking to my friends, they're playing all these other games. And I'm just, they're still just playing, you know, I was just playing Destiny every single day, day in and day out. And it's like, I want to play other games. But, you know, and it's also kind of funny because it's like, oh, well, I'm just still playing Halo. But it's like, yeah, I can, but I can also stop playing Halo and play anything else, and it's not a problem. You know, whereas if I stop playing Destiny, you miss that content, and it feels like, oh, I have to do this. You know, or it's like some of my friends are like, oh, I just got to get my dailies done. You know, I got to do this, and then I can play with you and play other games or do this or that. And it's like, I just. You know, it wasn't enjoyable anymore to me. It was they were making the game so that I had to play it so that I wouldn't play anything else and spend my time invested in their game and ecosystem. And I was just like, no, I don't like you anymore. Yeah. And, and I, and <laughs> so I let, me, let me tell you something before, before we move on. I'll, I'll finish this up. Um, so I'm in this weird spot now because my paradigm has actually shifted because I've actually shifted from saying that, that I'm going, I'm, that I'm grinding the game because I'm, I'm really, because I've missed so much and because I'm, I'm not caught up, I'm chasing the game now, if that makes any sense. Right. So I've missed so much that, that I really don't know where I'm supposed to be. Right. We talked a little bit about light level. I'm still unclear what the light level cap is currently. I read something online that said it was 160, but I was in a crucible match where, where I was playing someone whose light level was, was, um, 1090, not 160, 1060 was the light cap. And then I played someone who was 1090. So I don't know where it is. I don't, so I'm chasing that. I'm not really grinding for it, if that makes any sense. And I know it might just be a semantics difference, but I actually feel different because I was right there with you, you know, all right, get your dailies, get them done. Make sure you get this, make sure you keep up with that. Make sure you like right now I'm so lost in it. Um, so since I started playing again, I've gotten three exotic engrams. 
I've gotten, I, and right. So it's, it's just stuff that's just popped up. It's not stuff that I'm, cha- that I'm, that I'm grinding for now. It's stuff that I get and that I collect on the chase. So it's a little bit more fun. And, and I guess for someone who's been gone from it for so long and then jumping back in, it is enjoyable. So that might be gone for you if you do pick it up again. Um, but then, I, mean, I, th- I think, but it's then fun, I understand I- if you do pick it up again, you're not going to be able to put it down. No, for me, it's like I I purchased like the season pass or whatever because I play it and I have a good time because Destiny is a fun game. Yeah. It's a great looking game. It's good. You know, they know what they're doing, right? They make good yeah. games. And uh, but at the same time, it's like when I, I get kicked into that thing like really quickly now where it's like, oh, I have to play this. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that really quickly. And then I'm just like, nope, I just delete it. And I'm like, I, I can't do this because I can't. <laughs> do that well that's healthy that. though i want to play other i want to play other games and do other things and and uh you know but. well that's just super healthy and that's just good that's just good self-awareness and good self-management so good on you for that but yeah but like i said just it's hard i guess you keep talking about destiny and i'm like oh, you keep bringing up that drug i really like you well you know what <laughs> and and bottom and bottom line like you said it's fun the it doesn't feel like a grind right now it feels more like a chase and you know, but but there's other stuff that so we've been talking about Destiny for 20 minutes. I can't believe we talked about it for 20 minutes. <laughs> Whatever. We hardly even talked about it for that long. Thank you for reminding me that I got to push this button. Okay. Um, yeah. A couple of, moving on. So Square Enix reveals um, details about their vendors, cosmetics, and battle pass for Marvel's Avengers. So in a new blog from Marvel's Avengers, Square and Crystal Dynamics revealed how cosmetics, vendors, and its battle pass system called Hero Challenge Cards work in the full game. So we know that as a live service game, you got to pay for stuff somehow. So they are going to come out with $10 packs per character that you can buy that will give you outfits, emotes, takedowns, and nameplates. So that's how they are going to fund the game. Um, So... This is just something that we all kind of expected. I don't know. Like $10 seems like that's an okay price. In Anthem, we were paying $8 for one single skin. We were paying $8 for a wrap. I mean, $10, if you really dig Iron Man and you want to get Iron Man stuff, you can play the game. You can still unlock stuff in the game. You don't have to pay it. It's not going to change like how you um, perform in the game. But, I mean, I, there's been a lot of talk online about people are like kind of upset about this. Like, um, I don't think I'm upset about it because they are going to be coming out with free content for the game. And this is the way that they're going to support it. And this is just kind of par for the course for live service games. Like, I know people are like, well, I paid $60 and now I have the store in my face and they just want me to spend more money. It's like, well, because it's a business, right? <laughs> right. So, and, and I, and I don't know, like $10 doesn't seem like that big of a deal to, get a couple of extra things especially if you're enjoying the game right if you're enjoying the game and you're like hey i really like this i want to support this team ten dollars is pretty easy get a cool new outfit for your black widow or your hulks or your iron mans and i mean it's pretty common practice across a lot of games and i don't i don't have an issue with it it's a cosmetic i prefer being able to buy the cosmetic that i want instead of you know having to wait and be random and uh, it's like, look, these are the ones that's available. You can go buy it right in the store. Uh, you know, having a good store is very key to a successful game, right? Yep, it's true. And you got to spend that money and you got to do something. I don't know. What does the soundboard say about spending money? Head A S B 
Nope. Thanks, Onboard. All right, so... <laughs> Ubisoft came out with a statement for their PlayStation 5, and they were saying, hey, PlayStation 5 will be backwards compatible with PS4, but it will not be with PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. They later walked that back. However, the internet caught it. The internet exploded. I it was not that surprised that it wasn't going to be backwards compatible with those games. Um just based on everything that Sony has been doing and everything that Sony has said in the past, I know a lot of people were upset. And I don't know if they're upset because Microsoft is like, hey, we can do it over here. I mean, Microsoft can't do it with every game. But Devin, do you think do you think it matters that it's not backwards compatible with PS1, 2, and 3? Um, I think it does, but they also... It, I mean, it depends on the forums that you go to, right? So, right. Um, you know, if you frequent the more, you know, fanboy forums like I do on a regular basis, it matters because, you know, people defend their plastic that they like. And it's like, no, I, they're going to do, you know, backwards compatible. They said they're going to do all these things. And then the other people are like, no, they only said this. And then when the stuff comes out, you know, I mean, this this wasn't a direct statement. It was just on a support page uh, for one of their games. and then. Um, you know, obviously Sony most likely told them to take it off of there probably, uh, because they don't want anybody to have any negative outlook, you know, until they finally release the stuff and, you know, do the whole fishing pole with a dollar. Gotcha. You know, type of thing, <laughs> but uh, that's just my Xbox fanboy uh, speaking, <laughs> but I, uh, you know, I play a lot of backwards compatible games, not like all, all the time, but it's it is a good thing and it's a fun thing to do. Like you know, you could you can do lots of ways. Nintendo does it a different way where they screw you out of your money repeatedly over and over again. Um, I'm excited to talk they, about that later. Fanboys just line up and say, Shots you know, fired. beat me over the head and take my wallet. Go ahead, I give it to you freely. Um, you know, but whatever. So then, why do they have to get beat over the head if they're just going to give it? Because freely? Nintendo still wants <laughs> to beat you over the head. Because it's Nintendo. That's just what <laughs> Nintendo does. But like to the, to the question, like what PlayStation One games would someone want to play on a PlayStation Five? Oh, I don't uh, know. It's whatever. Benzo that would have to be those those people. Like I, I would enjoy playing some of the old PlayStation Two games, but none of the PlayStation Two games that I liked are were even you know anywhere near like super popular type games. You right. Know, so. I mean, I I, w- I would much rather just have them remake the games that I want from PlayStation 1, like Legend of Dragoon. Like, I really need, like, a Legend of Dragoon remake, and that's got to happen fast. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever going to happen. I don't even know who, like, owns the rights to it anymore. I think Sony does somehow, but hopefully that's going to happen. So, yeah. So, you're not going to be able to play that stuff. I don't think it matters. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't know how many people play back compact games. Devin does. As long as that game is named Halo, then he'll play a back compact game. But um, I p- played many games. I have like a bunch of these games right I here. Oh, they're all Halo games. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, all they're all Halo back to back. They're games, not so. all Halo. Let's see what I got here. I got Ninja Gaiden, Time oh, Splitters. That's a, that's a name I haven't heard. Man, of Time Splitters is so good. Love that game. Yeah. Which uh, which time is it? Time Splitters two. Which one do you got? Uh, I have Time Splitters Future Perfect. So that's one of the games that I loved. That like Time Splitters, the original one, was why I bought the PlayStation. Right, and why I wanted to get it was because the team from uh, Rare split off, you know, or and made Time Splitters, and it was a game that I loved playing, and also really enjoyed playing a game called Smuggler's Run. I don't know if 
you guys ever played that game? I haven't. Is that a is that a Star Wars game? It's a, no. it's a ride at Disneyland. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, no. So it was basically like you could choose different vehicle classes, and they had this huge open map, and you would try and get smuggle stuff across a border or across stuff and get away from the police. But they also had this free room, and what uh, we would do for hours on end, we had our own game of tag, and you could choose these vehicles, and they had this huge, you know, you could rock crawl up onto these big cliffs and mesas and everything. And we would just like run into each other and play tag, you know, a made up tag game because it was stupid, but it was fun to do. And you could just cruise around and we did that for hours all the time and, ha- and had a great time. And what, what was the name of that? Smuggler's Run? Smuggler's Run. Yep. And that was for the PlayStation 1? PlayStation 2 was when the first one came out. And I mean, they don't they don't make them anymore, but um, the, you could ha- you could upgrade your vehicle and different things. But it, it was just a lot of fun. It was a huge map. It was a huge square map. And when you get to the end of the map, it would just end. You know, <laughs> it's one of those where it's like, oh, I got to the edge of the map. But that was one of the challenging things was we're like, okay, let's see if we can get to the this part of the map over here, you know, with the big monster truck that can actually grip and, the what and truck? crawl up these cliffs. Monster truck? Monster That's truck. That's not okay. what you said. I just wanted to double check. All right. Um, so let's move on to this next one. Devin. Don't you worry about my accent. Okay. I, I know oh, you <laughs> I know you and a lot of people are excited about these new GPUs. Um yeah. will you give us a breakdown? Yeah, so NVIDIA did their show uh on the first, right? Just a couple days ago. They had a lot of really good stuff that came out, uh, you know, came out and did not uh, mince words or mess around this time, right? I mean, it's not like it's cheaper than the current cards, but it seems that way because of their performance, right? So they're they're really good cards. They have the the 3000 series. They they announced the 3070, the 3080, and the ridiculous 3090 to take the place of the titan um but there's also room in between all those for a super version or a ti version which kind of already leaked from lenovo uh 3070 ti already leaked so we'll see what what happens there but they uh you know it's second generation of their new you know rtx and and the new graphics line where they're really pushing ray tracing they're really pushing ai and it was a lot of really cool stuff you know and they've shown off more videos today um one of the things they showed off doom uh, in 4K, running everything maxed out on the 3080 versus the 2080 Ti, and it, you know, was doing over 120 frames per second on average, whereas uh, the 2080 Ti was between like 80 and 80 to 90 on average, something like that. But um, you know, they do a lot of really cool stuff. They they showed off some cool new software that uh, I think was pretty fun. You know, I don't and something to look forward to. But they, you know, they want to be able to contain the market and hold it off because we're still waiting for big Navi from uh, AMD. So we're going to see what what they put out. But I think, you know, what we've talked about is they're always still going to kind of be behind on their software. AMD is anyways with their cards because this is second generation for NVIDIA with ray tracing and so on, whereas AMD is going to be competing with their first generation versions of all of that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see when they finally do announce it. They're supposed to announce their stuff this month as well. So I'm interested to see that that and if it has good performance. Um, the 3080, which is like $600. 700 uh, Is it 700 Yep. I thought it was $599. Uh, $700. 
Arnold uh, 3699. Yep. Not lying. Oh, the 3070s, what? 499? So 500 and 700. Yep. But yeah, so the 3070, they say, is better than the 2080 Ti, which is a $1,200 graphics card currently. And so that's why people are like, oh man, this, you know, it's so great for the money, but it's also like, uh, you know, a 2070 costs $500 right now. Yeah. You know, so it's just a different series with everything's the newer stuff. And so, but people are comparing it to what you, you know, what it does better than. And so the price doesn't seem as bad, even though it's like the same price, you know. Yeah. Um, but like I said, they can definitely leave room, you know, that they're really big cards, power hungry cards. You're going to need some new stuff um, if you really want to get everything out of it. Yeah, I think that I think it's really cool. the The thirty eighty is going to be a card that is going to be, I think, um, comparable to the ten eighty Ti that has been like the workhorse for a really, really long time. Like the price of the thirty eighty is going to put it in an area um, where everyone it's it's a lot more palpable than buying a twenty eighty Ti two years ago when they were twelve hundred dollars. Seven hundred bucks for this amount of power is going to be pretty awesome. So this is like people don't need the the thirty ninety or whatever it's called. You you just don't like it's. You don't it, need it, but we still want it. I mean, right? people, people want it. Yeah, that's fine. But again, they're talking about you know the thirty ninety is doing eight K like one twenty or whatever. Um, yeah. But that's with the DLSS 2.0, right? Right. Because they were, when they were doing that, they were running the game at 1440p, and then with DLSS 2.0, they were upraising it to 8K. So they know, but still – Yeah. That's what looks cool. You yeah. Know, it's, it's great technology, and it's what's going to keep the, the 2000 series cards around for a long time as long as they keep supporting uh, them with DLSS. Yeah, so Phaedron asked when the TIs are coming. They said, I think the leak said, correct me if I'm wrong, Devin, it'll be early next year um, for the TI version, or is it even earlier than that? Uh, so right now the 3070 TI looks like it'll be coming sooner. Uh, there's also like on the uh, – there's some leaked roadmaps, and there's one more graphics card that's on that roadmap that hasn't been announced. Um, so people are speculating that that might be the 3070 TI, which was leaked by Lenovo. And then retracted and and may disappear, but the internet again, of course, caught it. Um, so we'll see if that's going to be the thirty sixty. I think they're really waiting to see what AMD does uh, before they announce the the TI versions. But they also have to give space, you know, because you don't want to be like, oh, we just put out these new cards and now we have a TI version that's for just a little bit more money that's better, you right. know. Because that's just like slapping the people in the face who bought your cart. Yeah. And th- there's been a lot of talk also as someone that owns a 2080 Ti where people have been like, hey, you you know, you spent all this money last year. And now look at you now, you idiot. Why did you spend all that money when these are coming out? <laughs> like the, these are really good. It's a really good value for what you're buying for the 30 series cards. Like if you have a 2080 Ti, I don't think you need to upgrade this, you know, generation. Like, I don't see a need to. Like like Devin said, all that DLS stuff, the RTX stuff, is going to be coming to your same 20 series cards also. But, like, if you're running, like, dual 980 Ti's in SLI, like, upgrading to even, like, a 3070, like, that's, for that price, is pretty awesome. Like, even thinking yeah. about, because for the longest time, we're like, oh, these consoles are going to be, you know, comparable or even maybe a little bit better because it's proprietary and everything's developed on these systems. They might be better than current, might not better, but they'll be comparable to current um, 
computer setups. Um, mm-hmm. But that was before September 1st when these things are just going to completely blow consoles out of the water again. However, there's, you know, we still have to it figure out. It costs more out, than the console just for the cards. So. Right. But also, like, you know, consoles will always, ha- always have the leg up to where they have, like, hey, we know exactly what's in this thing. We know how to spec for it. We know how to build for it. Um, I think PCs were still going to be working on, you know, what are we going to do with SSDs? How are we going to mandate that, you know? This game, you have to have an SSD for it in order to load everything properly. Um, so. well, I think a lot of games are pushing towards that. Like the new WoW expansion does that. Yeah. You have to have an SSD. And, and really, if developers are going to take advantage of the next-gen consoles, they're going to have to force PC players to upgrade, right, um, to the SSDs. And, you know, the, the direct storage stuff or the, you know, they talked about the uh, I.O., you know, and, and decreasing how much processing power and skipping the CPU and going direct to the GPU and that kind of stuff is coming next year, you know, with NVIDIA. But it's also coming with AMD and Intel, uh, and that's all coming through uh, DirectX 12 Ultimate, you know, through Microsoft and, and Windows and all that same stuff is, is on the Xbox. And so, again, I think, uh, you know, last generation, I've talked about this before, Every a lot of stuff was dictated around the uh, Vulcan and, you know, DirectX 11 with what Sony used, but because of all the advances with DirectX 12 Ultimate and how every, you know, company is using it besides Sony, uh, they're going to have the issue this time around instead of the vice versa, right? So the PlayStation 4 really, in my opinion, held back DirectX 12 because everybody was developing games for the PlayStation and focusing on that, but Microsoft has gotten you know, all the PC manufacturers, the, you know, AMD, Intel, NVIDIA, they're all using DirectX 12 Ultimate and all the same systems that Microsoft has put into the Series X are being put onto all the new major graphics cards, all, you know, from all the companies. So um, PC is going to really take advantage of that. And so is it's just going to be that much easier to make games for the new Xboxes. So. Yeah. And and not only that, when we talk about like upgrading to SSDs, it's like, you know, if we're going to be cloud gaming in the next in the future, I guess it won't matter then because then you'll just be loading up a browser and you'll be playing games through your browser and you'll have full RTX ray tracing stereo surround. You'll have all the gigaflops and the gigahertz all up in your face. That's still so far away, though, you know, I mean, it's getting closer and closer. Yeah, but so I mean. When when you when you're gonna have that fidelity when you're gonna be playing 4K well it depends on your internet connection anyway so all right so Devin talked about 20 minutes for GPUs like we knew he would so let's go ahead and we'll just move <laughs> on to this next thing so and you know what Devin I'm glad that you talked about GPUs for that long now I want to get into something that's only GPUs about. let's move on to <laughs> yeah let's let's talk about CPUs now let's not talk about CPUs CPUs hurt my brain let's talk let's talk about Nintendo let's talk about something that Phaedron's excited oh, for in the chat man. so <laughs> Nintendo did their 35th Mario anniversary little stream today and they're I am actually excited for a lot of things that they showed off. Now, it does not mean that I will go out and buy everything, but I am excited for some of the things <laughs> that lie. they showed. So You're going to buy a Switch. No, just maybe. So the first thing that I got excited for, and it will just kind of go <laughs> out of a joke. So Phaedron says Mario is a joke. Phaedron, you're weird, man. Um, Nintendo announced that the game, the Game & Watch Super Mario handheld, coming November 30, 13th, 
This is $50. It gives you access to the original. So it's the original Game & Watch device. It's that little square thing. It's got two buttons. It's got a D-pad and a couple of buttons up top. Super retro looking. It's the gold and like maroon color thing. All right. Um, it came out in Japan in 1980. It was the first handheld gaming system. And you know, you're the little guy that you caught balls and you move back and forth, all that thing. So this is actually going to come preloaded with the original Super Mario Brothers. I don't know why. Because I own Super Mario Brothers in seven different areas. I own the original cart. I own it on my 3DS. I owned it on, like, the Wii. I had it on the Wii. Like, I have it on my PC through emulation. Like, I have this game many, many places. But I still want to buy this stupid thing. And I don't know why. But, I haven't figured out why I want to buy it. But it's it's not Super Mario. It's it's Lost Levels, right? No, it's Super Mario Brothers and the Lost Levels. I'm pretty sure it has both of them on there. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So I think this Oh, it thing does. Looks, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it does have both of them. This thing just looks cool. Like, I know it's like a retro system. I know it's the same game that we've played over and over again. I know that I'll probably boot it up once and probably never play it again after that. But I think this thing is so freaking cool. And at $50, to me, like maybe they're, I mean, I'm sure it costs like maybe $15 to make at that. Um, because it's like, I, I don't think there's even a plug-in. I don't know how it's powered. Like It's USB. So I thought the description that I said, it didn't say it had like a charge port. So if it is USB, and this is why I'm excited, think of how many yeah. games we can just load onto that stupid thing. Have it in your pocket. Pull it out when you want. Be able to play Super Mario Brothers and go from there. Like that's illegal, Steven. Right? No, because yeah, I you, like you I can't, you can't pull illegal. it out. You can't pull it out whenever you want. So it comes with a it comes <laughs> oh, with I a thirty centimeter um, USB cable type CA. This is definitely something that could go in a stocking, right? Like, yes. like these are the stocking stuffer games that we got as kids. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 funny because. It, it's 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 weird that, that this is what Nintendo is doing. They're like they're like targeting now the thirty to forty year old demographic of people who had their consoles and their games before and are just reskinning them and saying buy these again, guys. These are super new, and and buy three of them because you have three kids who want one. And so like it's just like it like Steve said, it's cool. It, it's it's super small. It's it's tiny. It looks like it would fit really super cool in your hand. Fun to play with on a road trip. But but really like 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 there is more computing power in your tennis shoes that light up than probably in this thing. <laughs> so like uh, I it's like it's that it's that quick dopamine nostalgia hit. But then but then what? Because Steve like. Like, cause you don't even use your, your SNES classic, right? It's in a box on a shelf in a safe deposit box, right? Don't so like, judge me. <laughs> I'm just saying. And, and the reason I don't use my, um, SNES classic is because it's wired and it, you know, it's, it's really hard to like have wired controllers hooked up to all your stuff because then it's like, they have wireless options. I, I know they do. I know they do. But again, like, it's like, um, I, I like it in the box because I have all those games on my 3DS, right? Every game right. that is on the SNES classic, I have it on my 3DS and that's portable. Also, though, like I could also just buy a Switch and probably buy um, Super Mario Brothers on the on the eShop and have it there also. 
but I just think there's something cool about having it on the Game & Watch. And like I said, I don't know why. I know it's stupid because I own this thing other places. But like Mike said, Nintendo like has us pegged and targeted. So, um, Devin, will you go ahead and like kick this person out of chat? Um, if you don't mind for a quick second. Um, do that for me, please. So, yeah. So, I'm going to buy one. I'm going to try and buy another one also for my kids to have so that they can, um, so that they can enjoy it also. I might have to buy three. I might have to buy four. One for me, but also, like, scalpers are going to pick this thing up super fast. Mike, are you going to buy one or is this, like, not interested? Like, whatever. Well, like I said, this, this would be like a super cool stocking stuffer. Right. But are you going to buy it? Probably not. I mean, I mean, probably not. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't know. It's so, super fun and super cool to have, and I and I like it when things go miniature, right? Yeah, it makes and I you think feel that's like you're... that's part of it, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, this thing is small, right. and now I can have it here. So, um, Fajin says I'm part of the problem. Yes, I am. I am definitely the problem, but not all the time, right? So the next thing I wanted to talk about, they announced Super Mario 35, and this is available from. Um, what's the 10 month? Uh, that's, uh, October. Thanks. October 1st, 2020 through, uh, March 31st of 2021 for the N- Nintendo Switch online members. So this game is playing Super Mario Brothers along with 34 other people and you race to, um, complete a level every time you defeat an enemy. Very much like Tetris 99, it'll send that enemy to a random person or you can even select it so that they will have a harder time while they're playing the level. And if you end up being the last Mario alive, then you win. I think this is a really cool idea. I like the Tetris 99 idea. I like, um, this idea. I think it's very cool to have, like, try to fit a battle royale mode in something like a 2d platformer so i think this is a cool idea and i'm glad they're doing it however along with this weird time constraint from october of this year to the end of march of next year i don't know why they're trying to make this so exclusive it um it doesn't make sense to me because the next thing that we have is they announced super mario 3d all-stars which is a Switch game that comes with Super Mario 64, one of the greatest games of all time. Um, it comes <laughs> with um, Super Mario Sunshine, which is not one of the greatest games of all time. It's actually considered one of the um, not-so-great 3D Mario games. And then it comes with Mario Galaxy, which is a fantastic game. A lot of people were wondering why Super Mario Galaxy 2 wasn't put on there. Um, but this has a weird restriction also that it is available only for a limited time. It's going to get a six-month digital run and a limited um, physical (laughs) run. And I don't know why on earth Nintendo would do this. Like, this is something I think a lot of people have been asking for. People have been wanting a remastered Nintendo 64 for a really long time. But to just port it over... Because two months later, they're going to come out with a new... I don't know. No, I mean, like, like, what do you think the reason is? Like, honestly, is it just to sell more Switches because you have to own a Switch in order to get this or you miss out? Like, is this some weird Disney vaulting um, marketing technique that hey, it's going into the vault and it's never going to come out? Like, what exactly is happening here? I don't know why they're trying to make this so exclusive that some people won't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, honestly, for me, like, Nintendo is also kind of like Destiny, where <clears throat> I have to like avoid them because <laughs> uh, 
you know, I grew up playing Nintendo games and I enjoy playing Nintendo games. But they just treat their consumers like crap. I don't you know, and it's like they give you stuff, but it's always backhanded, you know, like, oh, we know you really want this stuff. So we're going to do really, you know, lazy version of this stuff. And we're going to sell it to you full price and you're going to buy it and you're going to thank us for it. And because they're just like, we don't care. And, and, you know, I don't know, it's just so frustrating. And so I have to like stay away from them and I have to put them in a negative corner because if I let them in, then I spend a lot of money and I don't want to spend that money to buy it. You know, when I know it's not because they care, it's because they know they can just get more money out of us. And, you know, I mean, but it's just, it's frustrating to me that it's like, they, they know that people want like, Oh, remakes of these games, you know, not just, but I mean, there are some people that are super stoked about this and really happy about it. And they're like, oh, don't be so negative or whatever. And it's like, you're part of the problem. We're all part of the problem. But um, I don't know. It's it's really frustrating to me the way they do things right, right now. And um, just their, their practices seem really anti-consumer in a lot of ways when – you know. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like, I think it's great that people can play Mario 64. I think it's great that they can play Sunshine and Galaxy without the stupid motion controls because those are awful. I don't know. Maybe they're going to force people to use the motion controls by disconnecting the Wiimotes. I would hate that if they did. I'm sure right. that's what it's for. No, right? I, I, so that's I, why I hated them. <laughs> right. And, but, man, I don't know why they're, like, limiting this. Like, this, it's going to sell. So why limit yourself to making money, which seems even weirder? Unless it just creates an artificial need to try and boost it faster, you know. But it's like it's coming out digitally. Like you can just buy it whenever, and then people that don't have a switch right now, they can buy it. Like, no, it, the digital just, is the same. It's just got well, the same well, timeline. Well, I understand, but it's like because the the physical run is going to go fast, right? Like it's just it's going to fly off the shelf. You're not going to be able to find it. It's going to be pre-ordered, sold out day one because of how limited it is. But, like, the digital, it's like, why not just leave that up all the time? Like, even if you made the physical edition, like, only a six-month run, fine. But if you leave the digital up for forever so that people can buy your game, I think that's, you know, less crappy. But it's it's just such a weird... It's Nintendo. I mean, this yeah, is what it, they do. True. They did that with the NES Mini, the SNES Mini. You know, they they don't care about their consumers, in all honesty. Well, but, but but you can't say that. I mean, no, I can't because they do it repeatedly, over well, and over but, and over again, creating artificial demand well, but, to boost the sales and boost everything else. But, but Devin, no company that is successful doesn't care about their consumer. They don't care. All they care about is that you will continue to buy their stuff. What What happened to you as a as a six year old that made you hate Nintendo for your whole life? Tell me where I Nintendo didn't hate them for my whole touched life. you on. Was it? Was it's it only that level? since 2003. Was that it I that level in Mario 64? I mean, I hate them, but I still own, I buy every console <laughs> they, they put out. You know. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> so that's going to be a thing that's going to happen. And it'll be a thing that will continue. To, like I said, I think Mario 64 still holds up surprisingly well, considering like, I mean, it's super rudiment. I mean, it's the first 3D game. That Have you like, played it recently? Um, no, I have no way to play uh, Super Mario 64. I've watched um, playthroughs, like they always do the games done quick um, speed yeah. run of Mario 64. 
So you I know should you should Phaedra, try to find one and and then boot it up and and then say, oh yeah, that game holds up because I think it I don't does. Know if it does. Like I mean, it's not like the most graphically impressive game. I mean, it's way better than Star Fox sixty four. That game looked like garbage. <laughs> but um, I I actually like Super Mario sixty four. I I really really enjoy that game. I love getting all one hundred and twenty stars. Love that game. Um, a lot of fun things about just, it. Phaedron says it's a tech demo, but Phaedron's weird sometimes. I don't know so why the Nintendo know. fanboy in chat hates Mario. I don't understand. That really <laughs> does seem weird, doesn't it? All right. So moving on here, Devin, what was the he next thing up that you had uh, listed for us? Like, we talked about Nintendo <laughs> for 16 minutes. So, What are we talking about? The next thing. Hold on. Let's oh, ask sorry. the soundboard we're, what we're like, talking about. For some reason, you were cutting out for, for some reason. Sorry, I'll get closer to my microphone. Yeah, you just got to look at your microphone. No, so no, what I have here next is just a few things, some news, right? We got Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. That comes out next week. I'm excited for that. Um, you know, I got it on Xbox. I'm looking forward to it. You know. I've Are you going to beat it? Are you going to play through it? Yeah. Are you I was actually thinking about it? doing, like, streaming it when I play through it. But, yeah. you know. Do it. That was until the schools ruined my life. But oh, fair um, enough. <laughs> it's gonna take the whole bad. weekend to get over that. Everything right? is bad. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I'm a- I'm actually really excited for that, and uh, and you know, it makes me excited because I want to s- I want them to make another game in the future to continue the series, but make a multiplayer. Right. So uh, <laughs> you don't. But I am gonna play through that. I am gonna beat it, and. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. You got Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 out today. I really enjoyed that back on PlayStation. Uh, I didn't have a PlayStation 1, so I'd always go over to my friend's house and we'd play Tony Hawk. And it was a lot of fun. And they just so, want your money again, right? Remastering Yeah, well, these I things. mean, this one at least is a remaster. Fair enough. You know, and it's getting really good reviews. Uh, the next thing here, Taco Bell and Xbox back at it again. It's not officially announced. This is a leaked screenshot from one of their managers. Took a picture of the promotions coming out later this month, starting September 23rd. Uh, this also gives uh, some kind of uh, credibility to the rumor that the Series X is coming out on November 6th. Uh, because this promotion, to get an Xbox Series X, all you have to do is buy a medium or large drink at Taco Bell. which you know, just go get yourself a Mountain Dew or whatever, and you could get yourself a Series X, and it goes from September 23rd to November 4th. And they've done this in the past with this the Xbox One X, and you know, all of them they would run up right until the game the system came out. You know, within a couple of days of when it would come out, so that's where it's given a little bit more credibility to the rumors that the uh, Xbox is launching the first week of November. So and hopefully I'm I'm hopeful that they do actually launch on a Friday instead of in the middle of the week. Um, I really hate when games come out in the middle of the week instead of on Fridays. So, so I don't really care about the retail stores. That's the whole reason why stuff comes out on Tuesdays is because of the retail stores. But um, yeah, that's a whole different conversation. Not anymore. Yeah. Cool. So a lot of stuff is moving to Fridays, and I and I really appreciate that because then I don't have to take time off. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, those are some of the things, uh, some interesting news, things that I'm interested in. But cool, very cool. I, I think we're like coming up here on our time real quick. I don't know. Let's see. We'll do see a couple things. Yeah. So, 
a couple things with Godfall. I want to talk about Godfall real quick. Hey, if you want more information about Godfall, my thoughts on Godfall, go to my Godfall 101 channel. That's Godfall 101. You can get all that information there. I'm going to be making a couple videos to put up, hopefully build that channel up. So if you haven't gone over there and followed, please do so. And even if you don't like the content, just go do it for me anyway, and then you can just ignore it. So, <laughs> But that'll be super helpful. Um I think you guys didn't put your music down for the week. What's wrong I, with you guys? I already have it. I'm ready to go for that. Mike, so where's your music? This I'm not done talking about Godfall. All right. So one of the things about Godfall, we have seen some 4K footage recently. Oh, we still no, I'm not done yet. You be quiet. We have still not seen the UI for that game. And considering that Godfall is one of the only launch titles for PlayStation 5 that has not been delayed in any shape or form yet. I don't know why we haven't seen more of that game, especially if it has to convince people to pick up a PlayStation 5. We know that they have announced that September 12th they are going to um, be showing off more at the Gearbox thing. But if they do not show UI at that showing, I am predicting that that game gets delayed. If they don't show UI, that means game delay. So mark my words if it happens, and then you can all congratulate me and I'll have a party at my house or something so um Woo-hoo! nice that no right. one can come to exactly and that's why i decided to have the party because no one can come to it and make me feel bad all right so let's let's <laughs> do this Steve do. yeah let's do this so we don't run over time i will bump my quiz back until next week because i want to do this stupid quiz i think we'll skip out on badly drawn art for now and then should we talk so about next week we just need to do those at the beginning of the show because it's two weeks we've skipped those. Okay. So. Um, let's oh, So let's do our Spotify thing because we have told people that we're going to be building a Spotify playlist. And since it's already being built out, um, we want to go ahead and do that. So, Devin, hit us with – I need to make a bumper for this. So we'll ask our soundboard like what they think about our Spotify playlist. Keep that up and I won't help you anymore. There you go. Um, so, Devin, what is our – what is your um, your song that is going to go onto the playlist? So my song is an accident from last week's playlist. <laughs> so when I clicked on our playlist on the Discord on my phone, it took me to Spotify and it took me to this song called Northwest Passage by Unleash the Archers. Right. Uh, so this song is a metal song, and uh, but it is very good. Um I enjoy it. My kids enjoy it. They're like, can you play that song again, Dad? It's really good. <laughs> it's like a Irish folklore song, correct? Maybe it's not Irish. It might be um it might be Scottish. Yeah, I, I haven't looked into I mean there's a lot of versions of Northwest Passage, but um yeah, I mean it's I really enjoy it by Unleash the Archers. There's a lot of their other stuff. They're from Canada. So uh, Canadian. Um so but they are Pretty cool people. I've watched a lot of their YouTube stuff, and they're pretty funny, and they have a good time making music, and they all have regular jobs because, you know, Cause they have, you like, know... millions of hits on their videos. I don't know why they have regular jobs. I don't understand. <laughs> because I don't think YouTube pays the bills as much as people want. That's why. I guess not. But, no, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's I've been listening to it over and over the weekend and just having a good time, and my wife was like, oh, it's a really good song until it gets to, like, the chorus part where it hits metal, you know, and, uh, but there's no like bad language or anything in it. It's not nothing crazy. That's why I, I really enjoy it. So cool. Uh, Mike, do you want to go ahead with yours? Yeah. So, um, last week I picked a song that kind of like, um, 
kind of helps you get through some dark times. And today I picked a song that I kind of use for when I'm getting pumped up for stuff. Um, so my boys and I, we are trying to stay active and trying to stay healthy. And so we do some pickup soccer games. And this is one of the songs that every time it comes on through my phone, um, the boys always ask me to turn up. It is Mumford and Sons, I Will Wait. Um, just a, just a great pump you up song. It's fun. Um, you know, nothing, nothing super, super like deep emotional ties to it, but it just pumps you up and it gets you ready to go. And that's one that we enjoy together. That's, that's a pump up song. I didn't think that, I didn't know that that was a pump up song. Hit me, it's baby, just, one more time by Britney Spears and Steven's song. He just wrote it down here. And that's good. <laughs> that is a classic. And I might just add it next time. Into classic. The playlist. So. <laughs> Oh man, saying that I that's must a classic. Yeah, saying that that's a classic means you're My just really loneliness. old. Uh, no. <laughs> hey, we're gonna get a takedown notice, Devin, because you're nailing that song so hard. All right, um, real quick, uh, my song is by an artist named Daniel Tidwell. Daniel Tidwell is a guitarist, musician, and he does a lot of covers of video game soundtracks. And he did one of Terra's theme from the world's best video game of Final Fantasy VI that is pretty freaking amazing. Um, So his name is Daniel Tidwell. I'll add that to the list. We'll add the Spotify playlist link at the show notes. But you should go check out all of his stuff because he does a ton of covers. Uh, he's got Castlevania covers, Final Fantasy covers, Metal Gear Solid. He does some Last of Us stuff. Um, pretty amazing artist. Does a lot of very cool things. So that's Terra's theme from Final Fantasy VI by Daniel Tidwell. And that is our, we've got six songs so far that we will continue to add to this playlist as the weeks go by. Um, but yeah, so for the Final Fantasy, I was almost called this the Final Fantasy Codex. We should do a new show and just do Final Fantasy topics. I know you guys have never played a Final Fantasy game, but whatever. Um, so for the Freelancer Codex, thank you for hanging out with us. Chat, thank you for being here. Thank you for going through and hanging out for 20 minutes of Control AWE talk at the beginning of the show. Sorry, I talk a lot when I... T- I am passionate about stuff, so, but hey, that's what you come here for, right? Passionate to talk about things that we enjoy to play. Please, please be safe out there, wherever you are. Please remember to be kind to each other. People are going through a lot of different stuff. People handle it in a lot of different ways. Just remember that people are all struggling. Um, be kind to each other. Don't forget to just say hey or smile when you can with or smile with your eyes while you have a mask on and just uh remember that everyone's trying to go through and we just have to be a little bit more passionate so all right um until next time we'll go out with a random clip from a soundboard you going to keep bringing the awesome yes yes we will thank you for listening to the freelancer codex a podcast brought to you by the shut up and respawn network follow us at freelancer codex on twitter or twitch Send emails to freelancercodex at gmail.com or voice messages to anchor.fm slash freelancercodex slash message. We wish to thank all of our Patreons. We are grateful for you all.